Okay, and I think this is now officially episode three of Gay and the Jay. Um, yes, it is. We apologize to everyone for taking so long to get episode three out. Uh, we had a lot of shit going on, to say the fucking least. Yes, and hopefully now a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff has happened. And I think we are trying our best to kind of play a little bit of catch up because, you know. Catch up. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just life happens and that unfortunately leads through a lot of distraction and yeah. you don't get to do the fun you, stuff as you, often. You no, know, and it sucks. I have you, a job. You have a job and I'm in school right now full time. So that like really, really took over. And you know, those first couple of weeks when you're trying to get like the schedule down for the first time, I wasn't getting it, but I finally got it. And I think we can record more consistently now we also had some tech issues a lot of tech issues we are now recording on new equipment new microphone with a new computer let's just say what we were all using before was you know really old computer that really couldn't handle the power of what we were trying to do but that also meant that the old mics just did not want to read on my new computer and so then now we had to buy really expensive mics so now the only thing I'm worried about is picking up the extra sound in the background because our mics are too good, apparently. I know. But hey, we're here doing the damn thing again. We want to talk about our beginning of the week. Well, uh, this is the beginning of the week. I mean, let's talk about last week, which should have been episode three. Unfortunately, that became not episode three. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, welcome. This is Gang and Vijay. This is, this is your perfect source of pop culture, personal, personal stories, stories, and and the fourth E of the week this week is possible exposure to COVID. <laughs> we had, last week, we had a week to say the least. We had a, gotten a call on my birthday. What a birthday for fucking me. Happy birthday, me. And somebody we had seen over the weekend had possibly gotten, no, did get COVID. And we all were like, holy motherfucking shit. So my birthday, I stayed in here. I didn't go to anybody else's houses. I stayed with my brother and my mom and we had cheesecake. And uh, the next day, everybody want to go get tested as responsible as you do in the time of pandemic now. And we want to get tested and I went with my dad. And here's a story for you all. We saw a man at the COVID testing center who supposedly was go 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 on who was supposedly dead according to my aunt she had called us and told us this This is the same aunt that rents the movies with unexpected sex you know that's that thea and she called us and she's like oh so and so passed away he did our floors back in the day and and the funny thing is like when we found out and we talked about it you know we talked about it together and we were in the car with my boyfriend we kind of like oh my god so-and-so died and we were like isn't that crazy and we like had a moment Moment of of silence silence. we're like we mourned this man we're like let us put our heads down to pray like it was heavy like we were in that target parking lot and we were getting in the drive up post drive up pickup getting our feels like we were like let's you know take this moment to (laughs) recognize this man that somehow was a part of our lives and so we saw him at the transit center. After. After we were told he had passed away. And he was like my dad's. He, my dad knew him more than we knew him. And my dad's all like, we're in line together. And he's like, that's that's the guy you guys are saying passed away. And I'm like, who? And then he's all like, that guy. The one your aunt told us about. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Either he's not dead or I just saw fucking ghosts <laughs> at the transit center. 
And then I was like, holy shit. I was like, holy fucking shit. I'm like, this guy is alive. And we killed him on accident by saying so. And I was like, I don't know if that's him. And then we just kept looking at him. I knew he was, he knew we were looking at him and he was looking at us. He waved to us and he left. And my dad's like, that was him. And then we came home. I texted uh, my brothers and I'm like, you know that thing my dad told us? That was a motherfucking lie. He's alive and well. He waved at us. And we came home and we were, it was like the talk of the town when we came home because we called my aunt and she was like, oh my God, really? I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he waved at us. I'm like, he's alive. He is not deceased. And the thing is to this day is that like she went and asked like, hey, so-and-so like, you know, um, Gary Bajay's parent Mm -hmm. saw him. I I thought he died. And he's all like, let me ask. No, no, no. My my brother, this is our uncle, like my mm-hmm. brother, who works, works with, with him, him. Like, he said he died. Like, this man died. And now is, like, this running mystery. Did this man die? Are we seeing ghosts and in our if, hometown? And if we did see a ghost, why did he come back to say farewell to us? We didn't, we are nothing special to the man. All he did was do our floors. Yeah. We are nothing special to this man. If we saw a ghost, um, then my witch powers are getting powerful and powerful with each passing day. I'm a fucking bruja. And <laughs> if, and if he was there, then there's some misinformation out there. And he needs to know that somebody out there is spreading false rumors about him that he died because he did not. I don't know. Mystery. The mystery of our hometown right now. Well, at least amongst our family, we don't know. We don't know. What is? What do you think? Now let's take, let's make some speculation. Is this man dead or is he alive? Because like half of us thinks he's alive because come on. We saw you him. You saw him. I, I'm not other, fucking crazy. And the other half is like, well, I work with him. So what is the truth at this moment? I don't know. I think he's alive. And I think, you know, Mexicans are chismosos. And I think somebody out there is i don't know if he did something to someone is spreading false rumors about this man i'm like you need to go out there and go get your life situated because someone is saying that you died i don't know if i don't know if you're running from something man (laughs) i just like the biggest mystery so far of 2021 is this man that we knew very not not very intimately not very well is he alive or not? And it, it's bugging me. I know. And you've been trying to look him up on I, Facebook. No one apparently knows his last name. And everyone apparently knows he died, but no one can tell me what his last... Does this man even exist? Is he just a figment of everyone's collective <laughs> imagination? Because apparently no one knows what his last name is. And, my, and, you know, the simple solution is that my dad has his phone number and we told him, just call. call. And he's like, but what if he answers? <laughs> what if he answers and he did die? And he's all like, I'm going to have to hang, hang that shit up hella quick. So, you know, that's, you know, we're kind of dealing that, with that right yeah, now that was our um our wednesday and thursday and a little bit of friday because that was yeah. a mystery going also, on. also let me tell you about like the testing going back to you you know you're mentioning mm-hmm. testing it is so hard to get testing past like 3 30 that's so weird because you would think everybody coming out of work and it was a friday might, like yeah. i went because i couldn't get tested earlier because i my job requires me even though i was quarantining here at home like my job still requires me to work my job like requires me that i have to you know teach live mm-hmm. and whether they're in the classroom whether or not i still have to be present in some form or way with my students which meant being on my device and being able to you know um connecting with them 
And I think, you know, it was hard because I can't just leave and go get a test. You know, I went on Kaiser. I have Kaiser. That's my insurance. And I and I was like, oh, let me just go on my phone and I'll like make an appointment because our brother was telling us that it was like a really easy way to get your test done. It's just scheduling. You don't have to leave your car. You just show up. You drive up. So all of the appointments were at two and my job doesn't end till like three, three thirty. So like by the time that I was like, okay, I'm getting ready. I'm going to go have my shoes on. And then I would drive to the location where they're doing the test. Like they were gone or they were like packing up. And I'm like, most people get home by like five or six. And there's nowhere really in the area unless you make an appointment with like Walgreens or whatever. But even then, like the time slots are very limited and sometimes are, they're only giving you the times till like two, three o'clock. And I feel like that's just not a very convenient for a lot of commuters. Because we're kind of become a commuter we're town. We're a commuter town, yeah. I don't have, like, work or anything at, like except school, so I was able to go and get it. My dad, like, didn't go to work because my dad comes home at, like, 6. We were, we were able to go get our tests, and the turnaround is very quick right now. It's, like, one day. Yeah, so I'm expecting, you know, any day now to get my results. Oh, negative, know? by the way, if anybody was wondering. Oh. <laughs> but that was just kind of my little, like, rant. Because my boyfriend was with us when we got exposed, and he went, and he was, like, having a really hard time trying to get a test done. He was, for- you know, fortunately able to get a test done through this website that he recommends, and I should plug it in, because I think it's a really great, like, it, because it goes by state, and it, like, tells you, like, the most available location, and it gives you the time slots, and, like, it's all connected through all these testing sites. So it could be Kaiser, it could be Rite Aid, it could be Walgreens, like, whoever's doing COVID testing, like, it will tell you the nearest location to you and the nearest. Is this just for California? Um, I think, no, I think it's for, like, state, it's, like, nationwide. So you can look at it by your state. Oh, that's cool. To our Virginia and, um, was it Virginia and South Carolina listeners? We didn't forget about you, honeys. Sorry for the German listeners. Yeah. This does not apply to you. Oh, yeah. And sorry to our Canadian listeners as well. But, you know, if you're in the States, this is the plug-in right now. It's called Project Baseline. So that's the website. And this is total props to my boyfriend for finding this website. So if you don't even know where you can even get tested, where it's legitimate, Project Baseline you know, you just have to have a Google account or some form of email. You type in your information, um, where you live, and it'll give you the nearest location and most recent time that you can go and get your test done. That's nice. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. existed. Project baseline for anyone, you know, looking for a place to get tested for COVID. Also, your boyfriend made some really good um, cookies. Oh, yes. Uh, was, for Valentine's was, Day. Valentine's if Day. You, this is... This is going to be um, partially a Valentine's late belated episode because we will be talking about ooh scandalous ooh exclusive we will be talking about um bubble dates and our misadventures in dating or lack thereof and uh anyways on valentine's day we're dorks and we decided to do a valentine's day exchange we've been doing gift exchanges since Since the pandemic has started when it became to holiday we did a halloween one that one was really fun we did a, obviously you do, you know, we did a Christmas one. Our Halloween one was um between five people. It was, well, my brothers, obviously, uh, your boyfriend. And, and then our brother's girlfriend. And our brother's girlfriend and myself. And then the Christmas one is uh, we do the stocking, Secret Santa. That's the entire family. And then Valentine's Day was just us three. Yes. Very me, simple. You, very, yeah. very low This key. one we kept it very like, just candy, any little Bits and extras of things that and you can I, like. And I think it's fun, especially because I'm a single bitch. And I don't get anything <laughs> on Valentine's Day. So to any single bitches out there who don't have anybody, 
Um, do little cute things like that. Do like a Valentine's Day exchange because then you will get gifts on Valentine's okay. Day. I'm going to be a little bit of a nerd here and like go on a little bit of a tangent when it comes to holidays. Okay. I understand that like Valentine's Day and like Halloween has really strayed away from what it originally was intended to be in terms of a holiday. And I saw someone post something referring it to kind of like a, like a greeting card holiday, like you know, like it's just a holiday that we're, you know, the companies are just trying to get you to buy candy or buy this. You know, the Halloween and Valentine's is always kind of really associated with this. But like Valentine's Day didn't just come out of the blue and neither did Halloween. They have like really old origins, you know, like there's a history of Valentine's, you know, why it exists, you know, St. Valentine's. And then Halloween obviously is is a reference to an old pagan holiday. Yeah. You know, All Hallows Eve. So I guess it kind of bugs me when people like kind of just like, Oh, this is just like a court. And maybe it's just people saying that it's no longer what it used to be. But like, I don't know. It just, to me, it bugs me sometimes because I feel like you're really dismissing the history. Because I'm, I love reading like origins of a lot of things. I think we can all agree that it, that both Halloween and Valentine's Day came from like history from people. It like past i don't know how how old but it's become more like commercialized we can all agree it's become more commercialized everything is commercialized yeah so and in my in my opinion like the more you get over the fact that something's commercialized the more you can move on with your life yeah i feel like christmas is more saturated with the whole commercialism i feel like christmas is the one they shove down your throat and christmas to me that one bugs me more than any other like really like like holiday greeting card force fed kind of kind of Oh, we're just here to sell you stuff kind of holiday like valentine's day and halloween because i feel like with those you can actively refuse to participate like if you don't want to be a part of like halloween you want to be part of valentine's day like you don't have to give in to that like if you're in, in a relationship and you and your partner don't want to be a part of that like you don't have to give into it but kind of like christmas in my opinion like that's really evolved from what it was about and it, in my opinion like that one is something you really can't escape and you can't like just imagine people that don't celebrate christmas because that's not their religion like they can't escape that like students like you think about the fact that there are certain students that like when they're at school and you're on holiday break like it's christmas break you know now it's winter break but you know most people call it christmas break like but it's really centered around christmas you know and there are some schools where like kids have to go to school during hanukkah like we're not catering to every holiday no we've had a couple conversations about this I think we had it, like, last week or a couple days ago, how the American school system is very biased and it caters to the Christian, like, beliefs and, like, the way that education is shaped in terms of, like, uh, how they retell history and which holidays get to be celebrated, obviously. If we're preaching inclusivity in the united states we should include everybody these kids are learning them like you guys are teachers you guys are teaching them like the very basics i I don't know i think we need to re-examine some of the holidays that we get because spring break is technically given around easter yeah so is it really about spring break or is it was it originally because of easter like maybe not in our town as much because spring break fluctuates all over the place oh yeah but like i don't know i just that's my little little off-topic rant about holidays but Back to Valentine's Day. Back to Valentine's Day. Your boyfriend made these really good cookies and had like rose water or something in it. Yeah. Okay. So you really like the ones where he's like, I think I put an extra dash of rose water. And I was like, when I bit into it and I love you, babe, but it was so strong. It was like, I don't like them. It was like biting into perfume. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I'm going to finish all the cookies. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, I I was like telling you in the morning during breakfast, I'm like, 
it's like eating a flower and but I'm, like in the most like like delicious way you're such a like fucking like fairy you're like nibbling on a rose petal <laughs> it's like so good like like you can't go outside you can if you want to but like i won't and eat a rose <laughs> and go eat a rose or go eat like grass there was this girl in first grade i don't know what her I, i'm gonna say her name she doesn't listen to this um we haven't talked in years she left when i was in first grade her name was rebecca and she would eat grass and we got in recess and she's like i'm gonna be a cow today and she would get on all fours i was about to ask you was she a horse girl she was not a horse girl but she was inhibiting horse girl qualities she was like she had horse girl qualities she would get on all fours she would moo i don't know why i was friends with her now and she would get on all fours and she'd moo and she'd eat grass. And then, like, we would kind of all just, like, stare at her. We'd be like, okay, Rebecca. Okay, Becky, go ahead. But you know what? Like, she's just inventing a new form of culture. Like, a cowgirl. She's not a horse girl. She's, she's a, a cowgirl. Cow That's beautiful. I know. I know. I, I. Speaking of weird shit that kids do. Um, Speaking of weird shit students do. My students i have stories and i've been saving them because i really wanted to tell you because i want your initial reaction while we're recording okay i'm okay, ready let me get my book okay get your book okay first this is gonna be a really long episode only to make up for the fact that we didn't put one yeah. out last also, week i can't even tell the time anyways let me tell you what my students said okay okay first one I saw one of my students chew off uh, his nail, which is not weird because, you know, people bite their nails all the time. I have a terrible I have really sensitive teeth now, so I feel like I don't bite my nails anymore. And they do grow very long because my mom pointed them out the other day. She was like, they're really long. I'm like, well, I don't bite them. So one habit eliminated, another habit gained, okay? But he chewed off his nail and then he showed me. (laughs) And it was so long. Wait. And it was so long. Uh It was it was so, it was gross. And it was like, look. And I was all like, oh, okay. I think you should throw it away. His response. And I wrote it, and I wrote it down here word for word in my book. He said, I think I want to save it. And then he walked away. <laughs> Ew. What the <laughs> fuck? That's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I want <laughs> Why do first of all okay, I can excuse the fact that he was biting his nails. Because yeah, you know, everyone does every, that. I, I have that habit sometimes. I have that terrible habit. What I can't excuse is that he was like, I'm gonna show my teacher. This is worth sharing. Right. The fact that he had like the like he was so like like not I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like shameless you know like he was just like i'm gonna show this adult man that is in charge of taking care of me what i just chewed off and not paying attention to my math lesson oh i hate it (laughs) and i was in the middle of a lesson on top of that so i was like literally like explaining decimals and dividing decimals and then he goes look and i was like oh was it long it was so long ew i was like grossed out but like also kind of impressed (laughs) okay another funny story that i have to tell you and this one is kind of funny but it is kind of like a little bit more on like um i hope you have the sense of humor for it not you but our listeners because i think it's kind of funny if you know mexican culture and how problematic it can be because we're mexican and we can talk about that yeah and how problematic it can be this is going to be kind of funny okay so we're learning about black history month right i 
I really decided to make a unit out of it. I think it's really important that our students learn the history and they've been taken to it really well in terms of understanding and they're very serious about it. Like they're not goofing off and I'm very proud of them. Okay, so we talk a lot about slavery because that's kind of the first part and then it, you know, it dives a little bit more into the civil rights. You know, it, it hits all the, it tries to brush on everything really quickly, but I like to take my time with it and explain everything in detail. Okay, so... <laughs> So I have a student and he's, um, and he's Mexican. He's to me. And he likes to relate to me a lot with, you know, like growing up watching Mexican telenovelas. Oh my God. Right. And you know that sometimes there is historical ones. You know, there's one. Are you we, talking we, about the piratas one? Yeah, you know, the pirate one. Mm-hmm. But there's another one that I believe. And this is, this is again, where I'm jumping into the fact that like, I think Mexican culture can be a little bit problematic. I think there is one about slavery. Or, like, slavery is a plot of it. Like, there's slaves in this Spanish soap opera. I this Mexican soap opera. Yeah. Which one is it? He keeps telling me, but I don't, like, the name does not register enough. And I wanted to get it. I was going to, I was writing down in my notebook and I was literally going to, like, take a pause and be like, hey, so-and-so, what was the name of that Mexican telenovela again? Go on to write it down. But, like, I, he would always tell me. Let's just say insert here for, like, because I don't remember. He said pasión. Okay, that sounds like a novella. Yes. Passion. Yes. Okay, so we're learning about, like, yeah, slave, you know, they would be punished, they'd be whipped. And he was like, were they whipped? Like, they were whipped on their backs, right? And I was like, oh, shit. yes, how do you know this? He's like, it's exactly in the telenovela that I watched, Passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly happened. In th- and then, like, I'll say something else, like, you know, like, something really horrific about slavery. And I'll be like, they had to escape in the middle of the night and hide in, he's like, in the barns. Mm-hmm. Just like Passion. So... This kid was like legit so had he knowledge. Was, so this telenovela educated him. Yes, but it was so funny because like when he, you know, like when kids bring out of the classroom experiences or out of the classroom knowledge, like oh, I read this on the internet, I read this on Wikipedia, I read a book on it. This kid was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. just like it happened in the telenovela, pasión." Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And like we we read a whole excerpt about Frederick Douglass, and he's like, "This sounds like a part of pasión," and I was all like. Bastion is just getting it off the history books, boy. Yeah, but I was like, what the hell is this telenovela about? You like, have to watch it now. Yeah, but I, I don't know what the name of it is. You know, remember, this is a placeholder name. I don't remember. I'll have to ask the, my student. But I thought it was so funny. I'm like, because Mexican pop culture is like that. It has no, it has no limitation. <laughs> it has no, it is not afraid to cross any boundary. It's going to do it regardless. Is it offensive? Yes. Is it going to tell the story? Yes. Do you it, remember that one telenovela? And this is problematic. It was like rich people. And then a lot of telenovelas, a lot of the rich people, they're white. Like they're, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. actors. They're and not the, even, they're not, you know, mixed with native blood. They're like, their parents are from like Europe. Remember this one where like they had a servant and like the servant was, and this is part of, related to the story. She was, she was Asian, the maid, but not only was remember. she, no, you don't remember? And the thing that was offensive is she was Asian. And the reason that I bring this up is because in the wardrobe that I decided to give her is like Asian inspired, like servant's clothing. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, that's fucked up. Like that is like hella messed up. Which one was this one? Um, it's one with Fernando Colunga in it. That I do. Oh, I, Fernando. That, but it wasn't his. Like, his mom was the one that had the servants in the novel. It wasn't, um, Tortuguña. No. Maybe it was Soy Tudoña. 
No, 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 no. I was not I saying it. That one was like in the rancho. No. And they, they, they weren't going to get stereotypical about Asians there. They were going to get st- stereotypical about indigenous people. Yeah, you're right. They were going to do something, something problematic in a different way. You're yes, right. And that's another thing that's really problematic about a lot of Mexican telenovelas is that the, the, like, the everyday heroines and heroes of these stories, they're like white. And a lot of the people in Mexico, you know, um, I'm, I don't know per- exact percentages, but a lot of us are mixed with indigenous yeah um heritage right like we've we know this we've we've done the you've done the 23 and me i did the 23 and me you guys got it for christmas i remember i got it and it was like i don't know why i was so scared of i was all like (laughs) what were you scared you didn't want to be white you want to be like i want to be more brown (laughs) and i got it and it was like 50 percent um native american and like 35 percent like european uh, spanish obviously but the thing that makes me sad is that the European always goes up when they, like, readjust. Yeah, when, like, and there's, like, you know, some that's not assigned. And whenever it, like, assigns a new part, it's, like, European. And I'm, like, holy shit. Stop. Stop. <laughs> and I'm, like, I want to be mostly brown. And I I keep cheering for my uh, Native American, um, my indigenous and Native American from Mexico to keep winning. I'm, like, I'm rooting for you. Go up. But. Back to the telenovelas, but, like, a, the only time that, like, people that are more traditional um, mestizos, you know, like, mixed race, they're usually, or completely, like, 100% Native American from, you know, Mexico, they're always servants. Oh, yeah. They're or, always poor. They're servants, they're poor, or they're, like, quote-unquote, like, tacky. Yeah, like, tacky. Like, it's in Spanish, it's, it's called, called naco. Like, they're naco. They're, like, they talk with, like, a really, like, a, mm, like, bumpkin, I would say bumpkin like accent. accent. Like, a really exaggerated form of, like, and the thing about Mexico is, like, the way you speak Spanish in Mexico, like, ahorita estamos hablando en español, and, like, the, how we're speaking it could be español from, like, a, a specific region. But, like, Mexico, like, their dialect varies depending what part of Mexico what you're from. What part of the state you're from, because my aunt's husband speaks it incredibly fast he from he's from Sinaloa he speaks so fast I cannot understand him my dad and my grandpa are from Durango and they speak it a little bit more like with gusto and like it's slower it sounds like what you would think like Pancho Villa would sound like that's where he's from that's what they they sound like our Spanish is Mexican-American Spanish it's Spanglish it's like mixed it's slow yeah, it's slow, and it's also because I feel, and hopefully a lot of people that are, you know, second generation or first generation here in the United States, that, you know, like, you really try to figure out how you're going to balance being bilingual, and, like, sometimes you struggle because you feel like, obviously, when you're in the school system here, you know, it's most of them are not bilingual school systems, and it's really, it was really hard trying to balance out, trying to maintain your Spanish and that sense of your culture, but also learning a new language, and unfortunately, one of the negative consequences of you know going to a school an american school here and like the fact that they got rid of a lot of bilingual programs is that i don't think my spanish is as strong as it used to be um my spanish was never i think my spanish got stronger later in life than it was when i was a kid i I went to mexico two years ago and to say the least i was scared shitless to go over there and like speak because i was afraid that i was gonna get made fun of because my spanish was not good and I like kept telling my dad, I was like, dad, like, what if they make fun of me? What if they make fun of me? Like, my Spanish isn't good. I'm like, I kind of like, I'm like, you know, the mocho. I'm no, gonna, I, like and, speak it. And, and, it, and they would think I was like shy because like, she doesn't really talk too much. But I was I didn't talk because I didn't want to be embarrassed by saying the wrong thing. 
And that's exactly and, how I feel and, how. And I used to tell you, like, at the end of the day, after interacting with so many people in Mexico with our family, my tongue would hurt because, or my, my head would hurt because I would have to think before I spoke. Because right now I'm talking in English and I'm not really thinking. It just comes out naturally. But in Spanish, when it's around people that I'm not comfortable with, like, it, I do have to think about it. And then I would go home to our house that we have in Mexico uh, and I would like talk to my brother in English and I'm like, oh my God, I just feel like I'm taking off a bra. I feel like I'm taking off a bra <laughs> off my tongue. But the bilingual bra. Yeah, the bilingual bra. No, I, I tell you like it. Well, not no. Yes, I agree. Because like you were thinking about the fact like when you would have new students and they were from Mexico or whatever, you know, what country they would come from, you know, that was not here in the United States and they didn't know English and they'd be really quiet. Oh, yeah. You know, you're always like, oh, they're quiet and they don't know English. So, like, we have to, like, but you know what? Like, how scary it must be to be in that situation and you're learning a new language and it's so fast paced and it's going to keep going and keep going. And, like, I, in a way, we have a sense of privilege where we, at least we have some form of understanding of Spanish that we can go, like, I can go to Mexico and I can understand everything everyone is saying in terms of everyday conversational, casual Spanish, you know, nothing academic because i don't think i'd be able to keep up in that way and i can get through the day and i can navigate myself through it like i maybe i don't speak it as well and i can't communicate it as well but someone can tell me something and i can do it easily you know and there's a lot of people that come into the united states and that they learn it's not that they don't know english it's like they know it because they can understand you perfectly and like we have conversations with my mom in english and she'll respond in spanish you know what i mean we Mm -hmm. figured out a way to communicate a lot of people that come into the u.s that's how they learn you know and maybe they just feel really shy because they have an accent you know and not having an accent like i remember when i took a lot of education classes in college like if you don't want to have an accent they tell you like you have to learn the language in a specific amount of time in a specific age like a lot of studies done with it i don't know you know I'm not an expert. It's just something that I kind of remember. Um, and a lot of, you know, immigrants are really shy because they have, you know, an accent or that you can tell that they don't, they're not fluent. And that's definitely like some of the fears when you go to Mexico and you feel like you've lost something because, you know, you feel like you're going to get judged because you're supposedly this identity. You look the part, but you can't speak the part. Yeah. And that you feel a sense of shame sometimes. And then like, I went over there and they're like, you speak it so good. Like compared to how you spoke it last time. And I'm like, holy shit. I thought I was knocking out of the park last time. Apparently I sucked ass and this time was better. Those are our take on, uh, on bilingualism. And uh, how do we get here? How do we get here? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about. Decode um... everyone. <laughs> Um, I don't remember, but we can just, let's just jump back to, to Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Okay. So my boyfriend made these cookies that had really strong rose water, but he also did make raspberry rose macaroons from Disneyland and like he followed the recipe and those are really good. It, the rose water paired really well with the raspberries. So kind of going off love and everything that goes off of that, I want to go, I want to take our listeners and I want to take you, let's take both of us. Through our different stages of crushes through the years. Okay. Let's start. Let's just go jump back to the past and I'm not with my boyfriend. And let's jump to back to the past and I'm still not with anybody. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, who was your sexual awakening when when it was it like the oh my god moment? The oh, it's clicking. Every, it's clicking. What's not clicking? Now it is. See, I had stages. Especially because... 
when you have sexual awakenings, I think the first awakening that you have is the attraction to, and it, this does not apply to every person, but the attraction you have to a specific gender. So for me, when did I realize that I was gay? Okay. For me, it was, and this guy still does novelas, but I don't know his name. He's a novelas. But he, oh, yes, I yes. I don't even know. I, and I'm scared to say. Fernando Colunga. No, it's not Fernando Colunga. Okay. Um... Mm. It's the guy who plays Rosendo Gavilan. Ew, oh my god, no. Okay, no, no, I always use, okay, you know that guy? He was like hella, like, like supposedly Nako Taki, and he like got rich. His name was like Bancho or whatever with the mustache. But hold on, oh, I always confuse that actor with this other actor. I thought it was him. No, but he used to do a lot of, because like, he was, obviously when he was younger, he would do a lot of, um novelas where he was kind of the leading man or he was always kind of the nice guy that the girl wouldn't end up with but there was another guy that kind of always kind of reminded him and that guy was very cute it's like it's a i don't think i don't remember the other guy's name but anyways he was one of the first awakened not the guy from that novela not the pancho guy but the other guy was a part of my awakening but if i were to take it really back what do you watch when you're younger cartoons and i think cartoons is always the first stage not sexual just like no it's crush it's like, it's a crush mm, yes i want i want this per- i want to be in this person's like the leading like the opposite romantic partner i want to be in their shoes because i want them to romance me mm-hmm. for me first of all i you know you think i'm gay so like you think oh a prince yes but don't think like every single prince because i will tell you that the only like disney princess movie that we owned when we were younger was snow white and he was a dinner for you. The, that prince terrified me. I thought he was so creepy. And he just made me really uncomfortable. You're telling me his no-nos didn't do anything for I'm you? I'm telling you, like, his, like, fucking... His lack of facial, like, I'm telling you features. his fucking pedo- pedophile ass, like, showing up behind her as she's singing in a well did not do anything for me. Oh, what a shame. Huh? <laughs> no. For me, one was... Um, I think this is a classic one for everyone. Before there was Flynn Rider, there was Prince Eric. Oh, Yeah. And that's not mine, but I I love, I mean, I want to bring this up because it's not really about me, but this is about my boyfriend when he told me about his sexual, not sexual awakening, but part of his sexual awakening. So the part so funny. I was cracking up. I love this story. So he told me when we first started dating, because we talked about like, do you remember when, did you ever have crushes on cartoons? Because everyone's had a crush on a cartoon. Don't lie and say you did not. And I told him, did you ever have a crush on a cartoon? And he was like, I used to have a crush on Prince Eric. I'm like, of course, classic one, very handsome man. And he's all, but this is how I realized it. And I was like, go ahead and tell me. He's like, so you know when like Ariel, like turns human and she loses her like her legs and like it's implying that she's like naked and i was like oh my god and he's like yes but i got like he's like i was like ooh, ooh, interesting because he said not because i was attracted to ariel because i'm like eric can be naked too eric could turn into a mermaid and he would have to be shirtless so it was like a sexual awakening by the transitive properties of seeing ariel somewhat naked <laughs> and i always thought that was so funny i'm like that's such, like a, how, that's such like an how, answer for him that it i believe is. it's like he overthinks that like the wheels in his head can't be it can't be something direct like he has to like he has to really dig in and do some serious thinking like he has to like think like by this association cause and effect because of this this happens for me, another one of my awakenings in the stages, someone was like, that's a cutie patootie. I'm all over that. And I think you can agree with me. Disney's Robin, Robin Hood, Hood. Yeah. but the fox. Like, Robin <laughs> Hood as the he, fox is a fox. fox. He's, He's foxy. He hot. Okay, before anybody, you guys, like, judge us for basically, for, like, for 
crushing on a furry. You know what? He I had... will not be. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed either. He had charisma. He was charming, and he treated Lady Marion like a lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like in the name. Like in the name. They were so cute together, and he got her like a little ring, and it was like a flower, and he put her on her little on her oh, little. I remember when she would hand. like hold it, like her her little paws. Yeah. Be like mm. Mm. it wasn't even like he obviously like I'm not attracted to him as a fox. No. It first of all he's anthropomorphic, so it's like you know obviously implying there's some human qualities. Mm-hmm. I like how I'm, this is how I'm defending it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was like I thought the voice actor. I was like, ooh. Oh, the voice was hot. Yes. The voice yes. was hot. Okay. Yes. yes. I. That's on my list. That's one of them. But okay. This is my other one. And I've always told you this. And I credit this actor for being a constant in my life. And I want to thank him. And I want to. I owe a lot to him. And his cock haters. It is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, that part was disgusting. Like the name, not the picture. The picture was, you know. Was... I'm, I'm sorry it happened to him. Um. Chris Evans, but specifically Chris Evans in the Fantastic Four. And I'll tell you why. He was naked at one point. He and was. I was like, Ooh, he, he was looks... like steamy. And, then, and like, you know, like back in the day when like someone was naked, they had to be like oily for some reason. 2000s people were always oily yes. when naked. Yeah, That's apparently very you just true. got really oily when That's you got very naked. That's um, And then I know he hates this movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But not another Teen movie. Teen movie. It's like, you know, like, it's a it's a spoof parody of all these, like, rom-com, like, movies from the 90s. He was, like, the lead, the lead, the male lead in that. And there was a scene, and I know everyone, everyone knows what I'm talking about. The scene where he's, like, covered in whipped cream, and he's, like, trying, trying to seduce the girl, and he's, like, hey. And I was, like, oh. But then, you know what, like, did, did it more? did you see this movie? On TV. MTV, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, it's on TV, and, um... He turned around and there was a banana sticking out of his ass. And I was like. <gasps> it knocked your breath away. Took your I breath was away. like, oh my God. I was like. You, you know swooned. That? I would like swoon. You know that part of that Betty Boop cartoon? No, I'm just a fool. Yeah. I was like, I like my head tilted. I was like transported to another world. Like the heavens <laughs> opened up. Everyone was singing like, this is the moment. Like, yes, you are gay. It is confirmed. I mean, I already knew, but I was like, oh, another confirmation. It's, like, it's nice to know. It's nice to be confirmed again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the like, first one was your first communion chris evans was your confirmation <laughs> the fox was there to give me the communion chris evans was there to give me confirmation yeah but and then again of course chris evans is captain america oh 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 i mean constant i'm <laughs> he's, saying oh. he's he's been a constant in my life but i don't think my crush on him has ever faded my friend um who I work with she's just she's like i cannot decide if he's hot or not and i'm like that's you don't have to decide anything i decided it already for all the listeners for everyone who knows me everyone in my night well, my knife in my life knows that i fucking love chris evans i will give everything up for him if he wants a baby i'll give him the baby <laughs> If he wants, like, to marry just for, like, the weekend, I'll give him just the weekend. Like, I'll, Chris, you're not listening right now. I know you're not. But I'm proposing uh, matrimony. I'm proposing to you. We're, we're so, we're so, like, progressive. I'm proposing to you. Anyways, um, yeah, Chris Evans and I are married. We're married. Um, He's, like in like boston right now and i'm in california we decided to keep our houses separate only because he's always like filming 
You must be keeping your funds separate too, because I mean, he's like, he's like, I understand that you want to be an independent woman. He's like, I don't want you to live above your means that you're not used to. <laughs> he's like, I know you want to be independent. I know you want to make it on your own, and you're like, you're right. <laughs> so I'll just continue to collect my FAFSA, and you just. <laughs> I'm like, you're right, babe. You're right. Like, don't, don't spoil me, because I'm not like. <laughs> you know, I'm not that way, hon. Like, babe, we're not like that. That's not our kind of relationship. We respect each other, so he's all like, we're gonna keep our fun separate. I did sign the prenup. So <laughs> stupid. So, you know, he's going to keep his, like, you know, million dollars in his bank, and I'm going to keep my, like, 1500 And I'm fine with that. <laughs> um, thanks Anyways. For, uh, thanks for giving me my independence. Anyways. I mean, <laughs> I can't say. Um, um, same I mean, question to you. I mean, your sexual awakening. My sexual awakening. One of my first crushes, besides Robin Hood um was robin from the teen titans and i know we talked about this yesterday on valentine's day i know you th- he think he was whiny but at uh, no the time... i thought he was i had a crush on him too mm-hmm. i do not anymore obviously first of all i'm a grown ass man <sighs> second of all i just think he's whiny yeah i'm like i had a crush on him so hard and i hated starfire for that same reason i'm like you fucking bitch Is you, that you didn't like her um, no, I also thought she was kind of annoying. Okay, I love Starfire. I um, also love Raven, so. I love Raven. Anyways, I love, uh, I had a crush I on I, Robin. I guess I just love powerful women. <laughs> I had a crush on Robin. I thought he was so hot, and I was all like, whenever we would watch it, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed that we're watching Teen Titans and my man's on, like, TV, and I'm like. Oh my god, that's, like, the same reason I'm ashamed to admit that I had a crush on Zac Efron. Oh, in High School Musical? And I'm like, I don't want to watch High School Musical. Like, even by myself, I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm, like, blushing. <laughs> I'd be, like, alone in my room, and I'd be like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> That's why I hated High School so Musical. So you would change it to Queer as Folk instead? Yeah, where they'd be, like, having, like, their sweaty-ass sex. Oh, my God. No, I know what you mean. Because I didn't watch High School Musical because, like, he was shirtless in the scene. And he had no pecs or anything. But he was shirtless. I'm like, oh my god, I don't think I should be watching this. He's shirtless. High school musical. I just like, I couldn't. Like, I hated him because I liked him so much. I had the same thing about Joe Jonas in the Jonas Brothers. I hated the Jonas Brothers only because I really had a crush on Joe Jonas. And I guess when you're a kid, you don't know how to like process those feelings correctly. And you just like hate on the person. My sexual, my, that was my crush. My sexual awakening was, oh my god, no lip christian bale oh my god specifically in in the dark night the dark night i don't say batman being the dark night because when i went to go watch the movie with you guys in the at the theater uh-huh. i was all like holy fucking shit i'm a woman now <laughs> <laughs> which is really interesting because i don't think that's like christian bale at his hottest you know when christian bale at his hottest house moving castle oh <laughs> he's his a cartoon. oh he's so perfect <laughs> the oh, collective size <laughs> Uh, tell me I want to be that cartoon Sophie so bad. Oh my god. Christian Bale's so hot. I think he's so hot even old. He's not that old. No, he's only like in his... I looked him up yesterday. He's 46. Oh, he's still young. He's still young. But yeah, Christian Bale, he was the one for me. And I was he's like, only 46. Like, is he not like even like 10 years older than Chris Evans? Like, Right. 
And I'm like, he's not like, even. I think even like a little. Chris little... Evans is going to be forty this year. I know he doesn't look forty. He, he looks, doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He looks like maybe like thirty three. So it's okay. So I can still date him. Only ten years apart, not sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else I had like a crush on when I was like younger? I had a crush on the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. But I need an explanation. An explanation of what? Like I just had a crush on him. You're like, is it the same way that you felt about Robin Hood? No, Robin Hood was more like strong. The Be- Beauty and the Beast, I think it was just like. I want to be Belle because she, like, reads books and she's, like, really smart and she's, like, really outspoken. Like, I relate to that. I want to be like that when I get older. I guess you have to be with this guy. And then he wants to be really sweet and really kind. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll change guy. No. That's toxic sign number one. Yeah. But, like, no. It was, like, I don't know. I just had a crush on him. But tell me why when he turned into the prince, I was, like, I the crush is over. <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, like, ugh. And that's what I mean by, like, Terry Men. Yeah. The Fox. The fox, the beast, the beast, and Chris Evans. He was not Harry. He wasn't Harry. That's. I feel like being Harry back in the day wasn't as popular as it is now. Oh no, it's not. It was definitely a more recent invention because I think, like, the whole concept of like facial hair and like having hair was like, it's what separated like leading men like that were supposed to be kind of the young heroes and like the older men. But tell me why I always like the older Older men. men. Oh my god. Oh. Ewan McGregor in Star Wars. See, I didn't find him hot then. Maybe if I rewatched. I did have a crush on Ewan McGregor, but not in Star Wars. I had a, There was this one movie that he made with Renee Zellweger called Down With Love. Mm-hmm. And he was like an ass, but I had a crush on him. I was like, ooh, he's hot. So you like jerks. I'm just like, I have problems with <laughs> mine. And like my boyfriend is probably like the least. Oh, he is the sweetest person on the world. In so the like, world. I did, not, I did not end up with my type. And I think for good, for good, yeah. for good reason. Yeah. I always say I can date older men, but then, like, I don't. Okay, I will say, because we're talking about Valentine's Day, I did briefly date someone when I was in college, in, like, 1920. I did date someone that was 30. Wow. Yeah. And, um, to say that age is but a number is, like, somewhat true, somewhat a lie. On the first, on the, on the one hand, if you're a 19-year-old and you're dating someone who's 30, they probably don't have a lot going for them in terms of, like, why they're dating you. I, yeah, if you're dating someone really young, it's almost I like... I mean, I was, like, in college. It's, like, it was like 11 my, years. Yeah. I was, like, what do I have to offer? I mean, honestly, like, obviously this guy's probably creepy and he was pervy or whatever. Um, He was an ass. And also to make things even weird, weirder, he was, like, the drama teacher at like the local high school in my college town. Tell me, the whoa! Th- and like the students were like two years younger than me. Oh wow! Yes, yes. Holy shit! And I, like, like maybe uncovering <laughs> crime. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't. And like no, he was just kind of an ass. He was an ass, and I feel like he thought he could treat me however he wanted to because I was young, and I, you know, when you're like younger and you're like relationships are about compromise, and that's the think that's like the first lesson that you think there is to dating. No. The first lesson, and I will tell this to anyone who is new to dating or who is trying to get back out there. The first lesson about dating is that you first respect yourself, know your worth, and that what you're asking for is not too much. It's like RuPaul says, like, how are you going to love yourself? How are you going to love somebody else? Exactly. Like, I think, I think I really messed up when I was younger with thinking that if I just like completely became like this selfless, really sweet person that... That would make me, like, really desirable in terms of dating. And, like, 
the only thing it made me was vulnerable for really like asshole really like manipulative guys to take advantage of, or try to take advantage of me you know i like to think that i had a good head on my shoulders and i was able to call things out when they didn't but you know it happens sometimes with i think definitely in terms of dating if you have like if you have experience you can call them out yes the more that i've dated the more that i was able obviously to call out bullshit I think when I was younger, I think you get really caught up with the first experience. And I think you're like, this is true romance. This is exactly what I want. This is what I'm feeling. This is amazing. And it's going to last forever. And it doesn't. And that's because you're young. Like the first guy that I was like, I would say head over heels with, like I was in high school. He was in high school, someone that I knew. And while the emotions were there and we were able to be really honest and open with each other, the fact that he would constantly take back everything that he said because he was so scared of coming out. And that's another thing is that sometimes it is okay not to date someone as much as compatible as you are, as like wonderful as the chemistry is. If you guys are both not in the same place, it's just not going to work out. It's especially... It's it's 2021. You don't have to put up with anything you don't want to. If you're like, I, it's like if it's something is really like digging into you and you're like, this is a like thing that like is tripping me up with seeing this person. I think you owe it to yourself to be like, okay, then I think it's time to move on. And I yes. think that's okay. And for me, like I was young. I was like 16, 15, 15, 16, 17. You know, I didn't know any better. And there was this guy and he was paying attention to me and I liked him and he somehow liked me back. But it was like the fact that he wasn't comfortable admitting certain things to me that I thought were, oh, I'm asking a lot of him. But in reality, I don't think I was. And that's what I tell people. Like there shouldn't be no rush to date. You'll figure it out and you'll know when it's right. It's another thing is like, you don't feel comfortable with it and you have an an uneasiness yeah like i don't think you're ready and that's okay i'm i haven't dated anyone before just putting that out there i'm I'm not embarrassed about it whatever i'm like i i was i've been focusing on school and honestly adding like dating to it would have just stressed me out more but I'm on the Bumble scene right now. Okay, tell us about the Bumble scene. I'll tell you about the Bumble scene. First, I'm going to tell you my complaints. Okay, like, I feel like there's going to be some similarities because we both date men. But there's going to be huge differences because, like, you date straight men. And, like, I don't date straight men. Well, before in the past, I didn't date straight men. I only hooked up with straight men. And it's a different story in the past. And we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, my first discrepancy with... I don't think straight guys are listening. If you guys are and you guys are on Bumble, why you guys post fish, like, like fishing pics? That's a really common stereotype. <laughs> Can, like, you guys not? I, it's like, I hate it. Like, I hate, like, those fishing pics. They're so, nobody wants to see, like, a dead animal next to you on a boat in, like, a, like some nasty-ass green water. My other discrepancy. Why you guys all have snowboarding pics? Did you guys all get, like, juntaron, like, together and went out to the Alps together? Why you guys always have snowboarding pics? And third, when you have a picture of like a, another girl on your profile and you'd be like, I don't know what you think that's going to do to up your profile, but it doesn't really do anything because I always swipe left. Anyways, now back to what I was going to say. So I'm like fucking Marty from from Greece. I'm, I'm a, a terrific, terrific pen, pen pal. pal. I'm like hopelessly devoted each and every one of them. Are I, you? No, I lo- I forget. You, like, I'm like, a terrible texter. I know you are. I'm a terrible texter, and that's my downfall with relationships. I don't text back. I'm an Aquarius. What happens? There was like three or four guys. There was one before Christmas break. There was two recently, and another one it was four guys. 
and they're like, do you want to go get something to eat? Do you want to go get coffee? Do you want to go get lunch? And I'm like, hello, we're in the middle of a pandemonium. We're in the middle of a panoramic. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Do you think I want to be getting lunch with you? I'm like, and I tell them, I'm honest every single time. I'm like, uh, uh, it's a pandemic. And they're like, you're how right. Do they, how do they respond to that? You know, they're like, oh, you're right. You're right. Like, you know, we shouldn't be like, you know, hanging out. I'm like, I'm like, going to be honest. I only see my family. I only see my family and that's it. Like we have very strict limitations and we don't see anybody else besides our own family in our town. And that's it. Like other than that. Because we, they were already like interacting with us beforehand. Yeah. So I'm like, beside like outside of our, our town family, we don't see anybody. I haven't seen my friends. I haven't even seen my friends or anything. And so they're like, oh, you know what? I understand. Um, most of them are like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, COVID sucks. And and one of them is like, oh, I understand. Like, I'm not going to, like, make you, like, go hang out with me or stop texting you just because you don't want to. He's like, that's not fair. And he's like, maybe I should, I should, I should probably pay, like, listen to you. I should probably not go out. And I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't fucking ask girls out in the middle of a pandemic. I think a lot of people think that it's okay because, like, if you're serious about it, that means you're going to gradually be around them more. Oh. But I mean, like, there's I'm texting, a... like, four guys. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'm, like, texting, like, four guys. I'm <laughs> but sorry. But it's okay because it's, the, it's online dating. It's online dating. And I feel like. Don't have to be like putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, and that sounds does it sound like being a little hoe? I don't think so. No, it, I'm not hoeing around. I'm just talking. But I do will say, and I this is my piece of advice because I'll tell you a little bit of a little bit of me dating people. Um, I always recommend that people be really upfront and honest about what you want and what your intentions are. Don't mislead people. I don't think being nice and like being friendly is misleading in the slightest. But definitely know, like, when people ask you, like, what brings you on here? What are you looking for? Don't be super casual because people read your vibe as being super casual. Then they're not going to take you seriously as something potential. And I'm being honest. But if you're really upfront about what you want. Like, I remember by the time I met my boyfriend, we met on an app. And he's like, yeah, I'm really just, you know, like, trying to meet friends and meet new people. I think that's a line, first of all, personally. Like, I've read it before. And I was like, I remember he was like, yeah, I just really want to meet friends and, like, just get to know people. And I was like, yeah, I want a boyfriend. Like, I'm here to date. Like, I'm not here to be wasting my time. I have plenty of friends. I'm here to meet, like, a potential partner. I am someone who's graduated college. I haven't really dated seriously, so I think that's something that I'm ready for. I'm sorry if that's too much off the bat. And I think, is it a little bit? Maybe. It's a little strong. But you know what? If they scare away, they scare away. I think, yeah, I think I was a little aggressive because I think it did scare my boyfriend a little bit. But he was like, whoa, this is so different. Especially because in the gay community, there's a lot of games that are being played on these kind of apps. Because most apps in... The gay community are for sex. They're for hooking up. I don't know about straight, you know, like Bumble and Tinder. I mean, I, I know that I know like, there's gay people on those. Yeah, too. but I think Tinder is more of the the hooking up. I think Bumble, which is really weird because gay people use Tinder to date. <laughs> <laughs> Bumble is like more like like the serious one. I need to know more juicy stuff because like we don't really talk about this because first of all, I think um, when you're on dating apps, it could be kind of like a really private experience. It's yeah. Especially because the fact like, that I'm saying this right now, I'm like, you're putting yourself out I'm putting there. myself out there. And like, you know, I will admit I was, I had my fun when I was in college because I wasn't, you know, I just knew that guys weren't looking when I was looking for some, but as well, you just dip my toe in the other kind of thumb, you know, but that being said. Straight guys, and I say this because straight guys, when girls don't give them attention, find their way into grinder. Oh, yeah. 
If, for those that didn't see my face right now, it was like a <laughs> whoa. It was like collective gas. It was like my eyebrows were like, "What?" <laughs> I yeah. need to know more. Yeah, straight guys are. There's a lot of straight guys, and I say this could possibly be curious, could possibly be bisexual, could you know? But I also do believe there are some straight guys there that can separate sex from being romantic to being something just physical. And I know this for sure because there has been a lot. Of, you know, it's sexuality is such a fluid thing, but there is. Guys that identify as straight, and I respect that identity, that that's what they're identifying as, that they show themselves up on Grindr, and I'm pretty sure my boyfriend can attest to this too, and his past experiences as well. And I will say, like, they're um one of the most boring people to talk to. And obviously, it's probably not as driven and fun conversations, because I don't identify as a woman in, in that regard, in terms of I don't look like a yeah, woman. Be- I mean, I... And what I identify is a completely different story, but... Yeah, they're kind of boring, I'm going to be honest. Okay, so it's not just because it's I... It's not just that. I'm gay like, person. No, they're kind of fucking boring. Like, I'm throwing out lines out here. I'm throwing out, like, witty conversations and comebacks, and they're, like, just, like, okay. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are, like, so boring. And they have, like, this really kind of, like, uncomfortable fascination with, first of all, gay people that look feminine trans women or trans men almost that it feels like a fetishization of the identity it's like that's not what this is for and that's not what some people want i'm not going to speak for everyone but i'm just saying like it, it there's an uncomfortable sense of like people fetishizing how you look and i don't know how if you've ever felt like this as a woman of color where like you're talking to especially white people like you're talking to someone who's white and they're like oh i love like i remember when i would be like on dating apps or like like grinder or what other kind of hookup apps and they'll be like oh i love i love like latinos or i love there is oh i i hate when they would call me latin like i love yeah. latins there is like, this Ugh. like one guy i didn't swipe on him i swipe left because i hate that shit and like in his like bio he's all like looking for a hot uh bossy latina spicy sexy i'm like what the so he just hit all the stereotypes he just like hit all the stereotypes i'm like oh you're not even trying to like not be like racist or stereotypical or like stereotype people and i was like i hate that shit i'm like and i'm like no 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 i'm like stop fetishizing races fuckers and i feel like it really happens amongst like straight guys straight guys are like they fetishize everything everything they're like feet yeah i'm into that they're like this race, yeah, I'm into that. They're like to any everything. Blood, I'm into that shit. I'm like, what the hell? Also, straight guys have, and I know this because I was friends with straight guys in college. Straight guys have this like really weird fascination with anal. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not gonna tell you who specifically because like, if I name, I'm not can naming. you tell me after? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they, yeah, but like they, they you know, they'd be like, and I'd be like, why? Like, why is your fascination? And like, you could explore, you know, mm-hmm. right? It's a lot. Of, I think a lot of straight couples are more open to exploring those it's, kind of it's things. It's 2021. You can explore anything what you, you want. want. Go explore ahead. What you want? Have your fun. But I thought it was so interesting because I think that's why a lot of guys, straight guys, would end up on Grinder too, was because I think a lot of them were like very curious about. You know, sex. I tell you, and I obviously, I tell you. like back when I was in college, I feel like it was still kind of taboo to discuss these issues. But like, obviously, maybe this, maybe not. Maybe if I were to, like, not that I'm going to, but maybe if you know, I was single now and like I would jump into grinder, maybe there'd be less straight people because I feel like straight couples are a little bit more open to have these conversations. What are your um? There's this one. What guy- are your shocking experiences on 
on dating apps. on dating apps i'll tell you mine when i was a freshman and i was like young i was kind of inexperienced i only really knew my like i only really done anything with one guy it was a guy from high school and so i go and to college and you know i'm going on dating apps and dating apps like obviously you can set your preferences to like people your age or whatever but i just like obviously didn't i just like downloaded the app i was on it whatever post my picture this guy messages me he's not even a college student he was someone who already graduated the year before and was in the college area going to a party red flag number one messages me and says i look really sweet and innocent and that he would like to corrupt me flag number two and then he said and i tell you with no shame whatsoever, was I would like to pee on you so I, was I can gonna mark ask you, my territory. And was, I've told you this story. I was going to ask you, is guy. this the piss guy? This is the piss guy. This is the guy who wanted to piss on me because he wanted to mark his territory. I don't think I've had aggressive encounters like that. I don't. He th- has been the most aggressive by far because he was persistent for years Dude, to come. The most aggressive I've had was like this. This guy would like come. I don't know. I don't know. He would like say things and he would come at like a full 100 and I'd be like in an 80. And we, we're not even like. What do you mean? What do you mean? Because like, I would like, oh, like you're into like, like, like computers or whatever. And then he'd be like, yeah, I want to better like the human fucking race, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, I don't. I'm like. Oh, you know, I know what you're talking so about. You're talking aggressive. about like guys that are like so. Let me have a serious conversation with you all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like, can we calm down? Like, I just said, hey, hey, with a little flower. I'm like, this is too much. And he'd be like, well, like, he's like, oh, like, are you, like, what do you, like, do for fun? Or he's like, he's like, what, you know, he'd be like, he'd say my name. He's like, what keeps so-and-so happy and joyful? And I'm like, whoa. Like, referring to you in the third person? <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting i hated it and i'd be like okay and then i like tell him and then i'd be like oh what about you and he's like i'd be doing this and he told me he's into computers and i'm like oh like that's really cool that you're into computers i could never do computers because i i'm not good at it but i appreciate people who get into that field because we need more people like that and he's all like bullshit anybody can fucking do it even fucking monkeys i'm like what the fuck are you talking about you like literally just gave him a compliment and he, he called me like a monkey <laughs> you can do it too you're a fucking monkey monkeys can do it they're idiots and i'm like whoa whoa calm down i'm not <laughs> i'm not on that level turn it down you weren't even at an 80 you were like at a fucking like 43 yeah i was like at a 43 and he was like at 110 percent. and i'm like oh my god i'm like i can't keep up like i can't i don't have the lever the level of energy that this guy has i'm like oh, oh my shit. god it's okay this goes back to the guy because this guy consistently popped up a lot in college oh, that my 110 percent experience is not the nothing compared to yours yours is like at a thousand oh my god he would pop up all the time like you know like i would delete him and i would block him and he'd make a new account and he would show up later he's like why'd you delete me and i'm like i oh my god like i, I don't know what to say because like i he made me so uncomfortable and like i remember one time like i like politely like, declined and i told him i wasn't like I wasn't interested and he was like I really thought we could have something special like I thought I could fall for you and I was like <laughs> I've never met you and it was creepy because one time he saw me at a party and I just felt really uncomfortable like he was gonna fall on me so I left I was out of there oh my and God. he was like I thought I could really fall for you and I was like I don't know you and he's like that's the problem with you leftists I was like what the heck <laughs> no, he's that's, con- not only did I meet a creepy ass 
man that was hitting on me, I also met a conservative member of the LGBT community. And I was a little surprised. You were taken aback. I was. I was. Holy shit. I've had the same level of one of these guys. He would be like, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. He was all like, yeah, I think you're the one. And I'm like, whoa. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I'm getting proposed to. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I was all like, uh. You're like, mother, get the cows ready for the dowry. (laughs) Because <laughs> you were watching Bridgerton. Yeah. No, this was like two years ago. Oh, this is pre-Bridgerton. This is pre-Bridgerton. And he's like, I think I, two years ago, I was like 21. I'm like, I am barely could drink. I'm not the one. He's like, yeah, you're it for me. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, we've been texting for two weeks. We've been messaging for two weeks. What do you mean? And then I was like, um. Like my mouth, like my jaw is like hitting the floor like oh my god i was all like uh no i was all like no we should get to know each other better and he's all like i don't think we need to like we should meet oh. in person oh i can't do this okay I'm so a- I, I unmatched him I- like immediately after i'm like okay dead ass that guy's gonna be an episode of like unsolved mysteries oh yeah yeah i wasn't I'm not gonna be a name on that show I'm not trying to be a name. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> don't put my name down on that list. I haven't told any of the guys about the podcast yet because I don't want them to listen because I I get really weird on here. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh and, my God. And, and, hold on. And so no one's listening. None, none of them are listening because I haven't told them the name. But I want people to know that when these guys are like, oh my God, you're like beautiful. You're like gorgeous. I am taking a shit on the toilet. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like, have you? Ever... I'm currently on my phone. I'm gonna wipe my ass. <laughs> have you ever like, you know, you're actually hitting it off with a guy, right? And so you know, you get to that point where it gets a little, a little steamy, and so you're like texting each other and you're being flirty. It's, could be, a, it sexy. could be, it could be sexy. It could be just flirty. And you're texting, and they're like getting like really into it, and you're like over here, like you're like texting. Like I remember I was in college. <laughs> And there's this guy that I was talking to, and he was, like, being really, like, graphic and, like, specific. And, like, you know, like, in a, in a sexual way, but it was consensual. And he was, like, really getting into it. And, like, at this point, I was, like, I was into it earlier, but I was hungry. <laughs> and so I was, like, I'm kind of, like, we can keep this going in my head because we're texting. We can keep this going. But I am going to microwave some popcorn right now because I really want popcorn. But he didn't know that. No, he didn't know that. So I'm literally like, this guy is like texting me, you know, got my popcorn. You know, I was still texting him as, you know, the minutes were going by in the, in the beep, beep, beep. And I'm still texting. And then I sit down because I'm going to watch. <laughs> Remember specifically, like the irony of this is I was watching Sister Act <laughs> on TV. <laughs> and I was literally like shoving like fistfuls of popcorn into my mouth as like this guy is like, yeah, like I want to do this too. And I want to do this too. And I'm like, oh yeah, tell like, me more. With one hand, <laughs> with one hand, your phone, the other hand, you have your popcorn. Like, you yeah, know? tell me more. Um, We're going to move on now. And we're going to move on to Fuck, mm-hmm. Mary Kill. Okay. Let's okay, see. I'm ready. Let's do Go ahead. this. So I'm going to start you off with an easy one. Very basic. Okay, hold on. Before we go on forward. Okay, I think it's working. Okay, good. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to start you off with a really basic one. It's Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. I didn't put Pratt because I know you're you're not going to I would never pick Chris Pratt. You would never choose Pratt. Okay. I'd kill that motherfucker. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, (laughs) Chris Pine. Okay. I would... 
like I like how I'm seriously thinking about this. Like, hmm. <laughs> um, I think I would personally I would fuck Chris Pine. Uh-huh. Cause he's hot. Uh-huh. And I think he'd be he a freak. And also like his mouth is like constantly red. And I wanna know why. I'm gonna get to the bottom of that after we fuck, of course. Mm-hmm. Like why do you always have cool in mouth? Chris Pine? Yeah. I would marry Chris Evans because I just think he's a gentleman oh. and he would treat me right. I'm he sorry. I a... know, and I would not send a prenup. He plays the piano like so beautifully. He's so sensitive. I'm like, oh. He plays the piano, plays the guitar. Okay. Well, I would not send that prenup. I want me some of that marble money. <laughs> and, uh. Oh my God. Really quick. Because I think I told you about this earlier. Like, apparently there's rumors that, you know, because of the whole concept of the multiverse, mm-hmm. that he might reprise his role as Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four. And I told him, like, I'm like, see, he said he wasn't going to be Captain America. And I'm like, the only reason he's doing this is because he ran out of that Knives Out money. That Knives Out money only lasted him for, like, a year. He, he needs some of that Marvel money. <laughs> yeah. The, the he, need the, he need the doulas. He need the big books. Um, and then I would kill Chris Hemsworth. And I feel bad because I think he's a sweetheart, too. I think he's a really nice person But as I well. think my desire, who, who I would fuck more, I want to fuck Chris Pine more. I, what about you? I replicate your answer as well. Same thing. Same thing. Mary Chris Evans, obviously. We're already married, so it doesn't really matter. But, uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up? Okay. Um. Fuck Chris Pine and kill Chris Hemsworth. Even though Chris Hemsworth looks like a really nice person. No, he does. Okay. Uh, it would be like, like it would be one of those killings where like, as you're stabbing them, they're going, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had no choice. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill, you understand. <laughs> you know the rules. It's in the name. Um, now we're doing the British boys from Marvel. Um, Paul Bentley. I didn't know there was enough, but okay. Paul Bentley. Paul Bentley. Paul Bentley. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm, I already know who I'm killing. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> no hesitation. I didn't put Tom Holland. Electric chair. <laughs> I, put, uh, I didn't put Tom Holland because I knew you weren't going to. He's a child. He may be too. only like a year younger than me, but he a child. Um, <laughs> you got Paul Benedict and Tom Hiddleston. Oh my God. Okay. So I would fuck Tom Hiddleston. No. Hmm. I know I'd kill Benedict Cumberbatch. No offense to Benedict. He seems like a perfect good gentleman, but no hesitation would kill him. Sorry. Sorry, Doctor Strange. Um, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Um, I don't know. Like, I... My recent... My Paul Bettany crush is very recent, but it's strong. But I'm attracted to Vision, not specifically Paul Bettany. I hope you understand this. I understand. <sighs> No, no, no. I would still marry Paul Benny as Vision because I think he's a sweetheart. And I mean, I would fuck Tom Hiddleston. But Tom actually, Hiddleston's attractive. But so. I think Tom Hiddleston is a complete gentleman, too. And like, I, it was, it'd be like one of those fucks where like we fucked and we have one of those nights where it was like everything was perfect and magical. And we just like, and it was only for one night. And too. like, but then like for some reason we just couldn't be together. Like, some like that one fuck like lasted a lifetime. Yeah, it was, like, one of those moments where, like, you fell in love in one night and, like, you're soulmates, but you'll never be. Yeah. I think I would also... That's, that's the next movie. That's the movie. I would also kid, kill Benedict, so I'll be helping you. I would marry Tom Hiddleston. Because before Chris 
Heavens. It was Tom Hiddleston. And you remember this. It was yeah, Tom Hiddleston. It was Tom Hiddleston. That's a good choice. And um, I would fuck Paul. Yeah. 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 In the vision suit. Not without it. He, and he needs to have I will say, on. like, him in every era, Paul Bettany in every era, like, oh my god, like, get me, like, hella excited, like, oof, what's out in here? Like, I think he's really good. No, just kidding. I want to fuck, fuck Paul as um Jarvis. The voice? <laughs> the voice, the hard drive. <laughs> you want to have phone sex with I want, Paul Bettany? Yeah, I want to, like, her. Remember the movie? <laughs> I want her. <laughs> okay, moving on. Going on to the space Latinos, Oscar oh, Isaac. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm, I'm with you. Oscar now. Isaac, mm-hmm, Pedro mm-hmm. Pascal, and Diego Luna. Okay, I would fuck Diego Luna. I would marry Oscar Isaac, and I would kill Pedro Pascal. And I'm sorry to Pedro because he seems like a sweetheart, but I just think he looks a little too old for me. Oh, I'm on that. And Diego man- Luna never ages. Oh, he looks young all the time. I'm on that um, Mandalorian kick right now, so I am definitely marrying. Pedro Pascal. And I am fucking Oscar Isaac. I have to fuck Oscar Isaac. So and if I get married to him, I can fuck him whenever I want. That's not in the rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? No, no, you know what? I I am rewriting this. I think I would kill Diego Luna because I think my attraction to him is more older mm-hmm. and it's in the past. I need to get rid of the past. Yeah. Bury that. And I would he, fuck I, Pedro I Pascal because cute, even though but... I think he's too old for me, everyone should have a romance with an older man at one point in their lives. He's hot, and then I don't watch Narcos. So I don't like watching those kinds of shows. My but dad he, does. Yeah. The sex scenes. The sex scenes. No, that was Narcos Mexico. Mexico. This oh, is I'm just sorry. Narcos. Oh, that was just Narcos. Um, was he the main guy? Yeah, he was like the main oh, guy. Oh, he looked, ugh. He was like one not... of the cops. Not like, um, I don't know what the, the drug oh, lord Oh, but not names. the main. Not the drug lord. Uh, he was like one of the, F- one of the like, um, the DA guys, okay. or I don't know. He was hot. He was so hot. He's oh, so hot. I think Oscar Isaac, I just marry him. And I keep my answer. Who did you marry? Oscar Isaac. No, just kidding. Pedro Pascal. And okay. I and I fucked Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac with the gray hairs. I'm like, ooh, with the beard. I'm like, ooh. Pedro Pascal is hot. And he's such a dork. And I'm like, I can envision our lives he's together. Too, he's too old for me. Even though I'm over <laughs> here like fuck like marrying Paul Benton. He's like fifty. <laughs> Moving on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to do women, but I put women on here. That's just, fine. To, just to be inclusive. I am inclusive. I am an um, minded person. Apparently, just like Marvel, I, di- I didn't expand. I didn't prepare enough. Okoye, uh-huh. Natasha, and Gamora. I don't want to kill Gamora because she's already died. But she's already dead, so you know what I mean. It doesn't really matter. I think I would. Mm. See, I would fuck Okoye because I, I don't even think I could kill her if I wanted to. No, first of all, I can't kill her. Also, if I get married to her, like she's more loyal to Wakanda than to me. So, like, she's gonna <gasps> kill me. You're right. Without question. Without question. So. I am risking that. I don't want to be dying in my marriage. So I would fuck her once and it'd be a wonderful experience. And I feel like she'd just be better than me. And that's okay. And I've accepted that. I think I would marry Natasha. Gomorrah's aggressive to me sometimes too much. You know how she like with Peter when they were listening to the music? I don't mean to kill her again. I always say she was heavily well, wrong. Either way, you're going to kill Natasha or Gomorrah and they're, yeah, they're both, both dead. dead. So. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. I think I could have more of a good relationship with um, women of color of the year, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> so, so, you, so you're killing Gamora. I guess I'm killing Gamora. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off the cliff again. Both of them died the same way. Yeah. Oh my god. 
that was not a good question. Sorry, this woman. Uh, yeah, I'd kill Gamora. You're right. She's a little too intense. Yeah, I think Natasha, she she broke those barriers down. She was more emotional. As, you're asking me as their characters or as the actresses? No, this is their characters. Okay, you did characters. Actresses? Denai stays the same. Denai? No, no, I would marry Denai. She's a sweetheart. Marry Denai, fuck Zoe Saldana, and I would kill Scarlett Johansson. I think my answers are the same. You would still marry Scarlett Johansson? No. Who'd you who'd you kill? No, my answer is the same as yours. Oh, the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The actresses, yes. Yeah. Characters, I yeah. yeah. I agree with your characters and you agree with my actresses. I like how we put way more thought into like being really respectful to like to the women. To the women and to the men. Like, oh yeah, I'd kill this motherfucker. Oh yeah, I'd fuck him. I'd fuck him so hard. For Mary, we're fucking. Because I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. These are powerful um, this women. This one's like a really serious one, so you have really have to think about it. Okay, let me think about it. Shrek the Hulk. Shrek human or Shrek? green no shrek green okay the ogre <laughs> the ogre um shrek the hulk and the grinch we're going for the green theme right here shrek the hulk the hulk grinch the grinch i would marry the hulk because he's mastered that anger he's like really intelligent now either way with shrek or a hulk you're getting a big green dick <laughs> i would yeah i would marry the hulk because i do think like you know, he's he's, an, he's an intellectual he's an intellectual like yes yes i'd marry i'd marry the hulk that what's, what's it called like when he's like the bruce professor Banner. hulk professor hulk is that yeah. what it's called uh yeah i would kill the grinch because sorry no i'm killing benedict Cumberbatch again because he played the grinch in the recent one <gasps> you just hate benedict <laughs> sorry sorry benny um and i think i would fuck shrek i'd be like that one creepy ass video the Shrek is life. Shrek is love. About that. <laughs> Be like, okay, yeah. Let's recreate that video. Oh. I would fuck Shrek. I have another one. This isn't... Same answers, though. Same answers for myself. I would also marry the Hulk. I would fuck Shrek. It's on here on record. I'm fucking Shrek. <laughs> and then, um... <laughs> and then I would kill a Grinch. I don't want no furry dick. As I'm like, oh, I love Robin Hood. Anyways, this one's off the top of my head. All the Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. I would... I would, hmm, I would kill Tobey Maguire. I was never really into him, period. Sorry. I couldn't either. Sorry, Tobes. I think I would marry Tom Holland and I would fuck Andrew Garfield. And I'm surprising myself wow. with the answer. I, Just thought because you were, I thought you were going to kill Tom Holland. I No, no. I think the reason why I don't pick Andrew Garfield is just, I don't know. I feel like Tom Holland and I would probably have a lot more in common. I think. I could be completely wrong. Same answers because apart from being married for sevens, Tom Holland's my boyfriend. Some a hoe. <laughs> so yeah, I would marry Tom Holland. I would fuck Andrew Garfield. And I would also kill Toby Maguire. I'm sorry, Toby. But that like dance in Spider-Man 3 didn't do anything for me. That's like cemented. Like, I'm killing this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, mm, over it. You have any? Do I have any? Like, there's... All I have is, like, pictures of, like, powerful women in my room. So, like, this is not a good point of reference. Um, you're like, Audrey Hepburn and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Audrey Hepburn and Roman Holiday. Or Audrey Hepburn and... What is it? What is it called? Lady. My Fair Lady. No, that's not my question. Okay, I got one. Okay. Let's get political. Let's get controversial. Let's get political. Political. Gavin Newsom. As a very polarizing figure as he is, apparently. Apparently, apparently in California. I know, right? Bernie Sanders. Or, and I'm gonna, or... Are you, do you know progressives right now? Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna pick anyone conservative. Like, I'm, no one, no one touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with Barack. 
Oh, you're kind of blushing. <laughs> oh no! I have to kill one. I feel like I couldn't kill Bernie. I couldn't kill Bernie either. But like, I also feel kind of rude to be like, I just fucked Bernie once. Oh, I'm marrying Bernie. You think you're marrying Bernie? I'm marrying Bernie. I think. But I really. Oh Gavin Newsom is like. As everybody in California. He's Cali- a looker. Oh, Gavin Newsom is so hot. Everybody in California. For everybody who's not from California, they call him Daddy Newsom. He's hot. He's hot. Um, he's so controversial, and I'm not even going to get into that, but I think I have to kill Gavin Newsom. Only because as hot as he is, as attractive as a man he is. Oh, oh my god. Do you want to talk? Okay, I'll tell you a little bit. And you would marry Brock. I think I'd marry Brock. He, I feel like he would treat me so well. He's, he, yeah. He, like, the Michelle way... Michelle is a very lucky woman. Yeah, the way that, like, he's with Michelle. Oh my god, they're so cute. I'm like, I want that for me. Like, an equal. They're equals. It's beautiful. I want, yeah. Okay. I would marry Brock. No, sorry. Who did I fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you'd marry Bernie. Sorry, sorry. I would marry Bernie. You really are a hoe. I am a hoe. I would marry Bernie. I would fuck Barack and I would kill Gavin Newsom but I would fuck him and then kill him <laughs> one of those it's one of those scenarios yeah, yeah. Uh, so now you're unsnapped <laughs> oh shit I'm unsnapped no I was gonna say um you remember when I told you because my boyfriend uh, at his job like someone told him like I don't like Gavin Newsom do you know my friend told me that Gavin Newsom this is what someone told my him. boyfriend um Gavin Newsom goes to underground sex like gay sex clubs and it's, like, a really widely known thing in, like, the gay community and whatever, like, in Sacramento. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. But why in Sacramento? Why not, like, San Diego or something? I don't know, because he's, like, because he's I the know, governor. the capital, but, yeah, like. I don't, if, I don't know. If I had, I was, if like, I was Gavin Newsom. I was, like, Kevin Newsom being no part of no gay sex clubs and, like, these can't keep a secret. If I was Gavin Newsom, I would not be, like, doing underground sex clubs in Sacramento. I would wait until I got to, like, maybe, like, San Diego or, like, the Bay Area. If you're be doing underground sex clubs, like, don't do them in your state. No. He's tough love. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But that was a good one. That was a really good one. But anyways, I mean, like, I think this is a longer episode than we've normally done. We're compensating. Well, we're compensating. We did not release one last week. We had technical difficulties and we had a lot of personal stuff pop up. But also, being a teacher during a pandorama is not fun. There's a lot of stuff. And I'm, you know, also going to school at the same time. So juggling everything, it's really difficult. So, you know, we really do appreciate you guys listening and being patient. And hopefully now that, you know, we got better equipment. You know, we're on a better computer. Hopefully it'll be a lot easier to be able to, you know, bust out more episodes this way. Yeah, I think it's been an easy setup this way. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening and being patient with us. Yes. And I do want to thank especially like there is these consistent three Canadians in Canada from Toronto. No, Ontario. 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 I'm sorry. It's Ontario. I'm sorry, Canadian listeners. Ontario. They're coming back. Also, we got new listeners in Washington. We're at five now. Wow. Thank you, Washington. We got some people from the from South Carolina and a couple people in New York. New York. Some people in India. Ooh. India and and as Germany. All, and as always, we're gonna thank our consistent friends and our family oh, yes. friends, for family, my boyfriend for continuing brother. to listen and promote our podcast on their social media. Yes, uh, thank you so much. And we really do appreciate you guys always, you know, tuning in and listening. I know 
that, you know, starting a project, especially when you don't know if it's really going to take off or not, is always such a challenge. And I'm just really appreciative that, you know, I have a lot of great friends that have really been really supportive and really showing me how other people have reacted, who they've shown it to. And, you know, I'm really appreciative for everyone that's listening. We're going to try to have a more consistent schedule moving forward. We'll try to up. Oh, before we like just like completely like go off, we have an Instagram page. We haven't um, promoted it on here yet. It's Game of J, all lowercase Game of J on Instagram. And as, as far as I know, right, we only have an Instagram. Yes, we only have an Instagram. We're at Gay and Vijay, all lowercase. And also, though, that's a great source for you to get connected to whatever podcast that you, format that you may listen to. We have a link tree in our main profile that will take you to Spotify. It will take you to Apple Music. will take you to Podbean, wherever you like to enjoy your podcast. It'll There's a link there. We're going to try to post pictures as often as we can to keep you engaged. So if you would please, you know, follow and also, you know, Follow where you can follow, subscribe where you can subscribe. We're going to try to definitely push out episodes weekly. We're definitely thinking somewhere probably middle of the week. Middle of the week sounds middle, good. Middle or end of the week. And we do apologize for not putting out an episode last week, but hopefully we're back. Ho- hopefully we're more consistent. We've got our, our shit figured out now. And I would just like to say, don't forget to be bad bitches. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.